going to start with Galatians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Reads like this in the English Standard Version. I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave. Though he might even be the owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers. How long? Until the date set by his father. Let me read it again. Paul speaking. I mean that the heir, as long as he's explaining his teaching, that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different than a slave. Use that for your children, those of you that still have minor children. In my house... (laughs) The heir, as long as he is a child, is no different than a slave. See, this is the problem I have. Let me see. I'm going to say something some might be offended by. But if you're going to be offended by something, I prefer that you get offended by lies. Don't ever be offended by truth. Let truth change you. If someone's lying about something, get offended by, by that. But don't be offended by truth. When truth comes and it pricks the tender part of your heart, let it change you. So I'm going to say this. He says here, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians and managers. The problem with too much parenting in the church world today is the parents, as I said a moment ago, do not dedicate their children. They expected that the preacher did it and the responsibility for this child to grow up in the ways of the Lord fall to the ministry. Because parents are saying to their kids, if you want to go to church, you can. You're old enough now to make your own mind up. If you want to, you can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. Oh, these things are more important than coming together and learning about the kingdom of God. Is anybody hearing me today? Oh, you would rather do that? Oh, but in the name of, we're going to justify it in the name of something. You're hearing me today. And he's addressing this, and he says, I want to tell you, as long as he is a child, he's no different than the slave. The child has no say-so. This is the part where parents can get offended. I don't get, we never gave our children the opportunity to, to decide for themselves unless they were going to decide what we would have decided. That's right. What do you want to do? I want to do this. Okay, we want you to do that, so good decision. What do you want to do? We want to do this. That's not what we want you to do. Go to your room. It never turned into a debate or a negotiation. All three of my kids would stand and tell you today, we never negotiated with our kids whether they were going to be here on Sunday morning. It was never a negotiation. Didn't matter if Joshua was in football, my kids were in soccer, didn't matter what they were doing, my kids were here. They were not given the option. They were not given the option whether they were going to participate in youth or any of those things. We told them to. You know what, today I stand here and I'm glad to be able to say I have three children that, they're not children anymore, I have three grown adults that love the Lord with all their soul, all their mind, and all their heart. Now there was a season and a day, and I can tell you, I can name some other families in here that took the same position, even when it was difficult and the children were, and even my children, but I don't want to do that. You're a slave in my house. We literally would put our hands on the side of our children's heads and say to them, say this with me. Dad, Dad, you are the boss. You are the boss. 
settled. Literally did that. All three of them have had my hands upon their head. And they knew if they said the wrong thing, it would not go well. Galatians 4, 1 and 2, let me move on. Generation, generation, until. He said, I mean that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything, but he is under guardians and managers until the date set by his father. Now, don't get to your until too soon. Mamas and daddies, don't let your kids get to 12 years old and say, you've reached your until point. You're on your own. I'll tell you a good point where you know that it's time to release them into maturity is when they're paying their own bills. Age is irrelevant. When you, you, are, you are responsible to take care of yourself, I release you. That's the date set by the Father. Are we still good? Generation and generation. I'm, I'm getting... And then Luke chapter 1 verse 80 reads like this. This is referring to John the Baptist. It says, A child grew and John grew and he became strong in spirit and he was in the wilderness. When? How long? Until the day of his public appearance to Israel. He was in the wilderness. He was in preparation. That's what the wilderness always is. He was in a place of preparation. Preparation. Going back to Galatians, same thing. When those children are in your house, under your care, you're dedicating them day by day. You're not depending on someone else to raise them up. You're taking If you're going to have them, be responsible for them. Being responsible. And he said he was in the wilderness until the day his public, of his public appearance in Israel. There is a danger. There is a danger for all of us of being afraid to pass from one place to another. There's also a danger of being afraid to stay in one place for too long. It goes both ways. We need to understand we don't try to enter into an until moment until the until is upon us. We don't chase an until moment. We grow into it. We mature into the until moment. So there's people that have said, well, what about you know, the fivefold and all the things that, are, that we've talked about over the last several weeks and this bridge of until and all that's going on? What does that look like? We don't, you don't walk away from anything back here until you mature into the until moment, the next place. Let the moment mature you. And not everybody's going to mature at the same speed, even if everybody's sitting under the sound of the same voice. Because they receive it differently. They hear differently based on where they are. They've come in to the kingdom at different times. So Holy Spirit is working within each one. So don't feel bad if, well, you know, I'm not sure I'm there yet. That's okay. Where you are, mature in that place to the until moment. Don't just say, I didn't get everything out of this moment and I'm just going to jump into this because now this won't make sense and it won't be life to you it will hinder you instead of propelling you it will become an obstacle instead of a raceway for you a pathway so today I'm going to do something because when I speak of generation to generation and I talk about these moments there's people going to be coming to speak right now that I've known all of them I have known for a long time a couple of them 
fact, all three of them, I would say, that I've known since they were certainly either children or teens, each of them. And I've watched them grow in the house of their father and mother. And I've watched them grow, let a season of what we once walked in all the time prepare them, mature them into an until moment so they could move to the next place. They're going to speak to you today. They're going to share their perspective of what the until moment looks like. I want you to hear it. Generation to generation. Because what's irrelevant today is how old you are. What's irrelevant today is how young you are. And I'm not talking simply naturally. I'm talking spiritually. How old you are in the kingdom. How young you are in the kingdom. How old you are in Adam. How young you are in Adam. However old you are, all of that is irrelevant. What's relevant is that you recognize that wherever you are, there's no chair there. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out about the removing the chairs for a long time. So wherever you are in your walk in the kingdom of God, no matter how you might define yourself, there's no chair there. So don't remain there as though you're on a sofa. Walk around, learn from the moment, grow from the moment until you grow into the until place that it's taking you to. Can you receive that this morning? So I want you to hear them as they share their perspective of what until looks like to them. Who's going first? Somebody come. I'm going to let them come. Introduce yourself in case somebody doesn't know who you are. And then... I am Genevieve Glasgow, and I have known Steve. I've known him more than I've not known him. I don't even know how old I was. <laughs> I worked in the nursery with him when they were over that in Panama City. I was 12 then, so yeah, a long time. Um, and one of my entails was, you know, taking the responsibility of the ministry to give me guidance and taking that responsibility for myself. Um, there were times, you know, in the past where I would get really confused and worried over unexpected life events. And I mean, and we're in the middle of that right now, you know, this is an unexpected life event. But previously, I feel like I would have looked to, okay, I can't wait to go to church and figure out what, what we're going to do about this or how, how are we going to figure this out. But there was something that happened in 2016 where you wrote in the Rock Living Room that this does not take Yahweh by surprise. And that line just echoed in me. This does not take Yahweh by surprise. You know, that means that Yahweh knows what is happening. He knows what is going on and he has an answer. And because of that statement you made, I have, my perspective has changed. Like, if this is an unexpected thing for me, that doesn't mean it's unexpected to Yahweh. And I can seek him for how do I stand, for how do I respond, for, you know, whatever, the, whatever answer I need, I can look to him. And because of that truth, you know, it's allowed me to face hard times. 
and have a clear direction of pursuing Yahweh for my answer, for my stand. And it has allowed me to speak life to people who are walking in death. It has allowed me to give hope to people who are giving up. It's allowed me to share joy when people are dwelling in depression. So, you know, not only has it enlightened me, it's allowed me to give to someone else. And um, I wrote something else. It's a powerful posture to have, which enables you to seek Yahweh's perspective in everything. Good morning. I am Jacob. I've known Steve, I think the least out of the people who've I've been here three and a half-ish years. Uh, I remember on my first Sunday here, I saw the visitor parking and I pulled in. I'm like, I'm a part of this house. Like the first day, I didn't even park in it. And uh, yeah, I uh, still park in the same spot I parked in on my first Sunday also. The second one in the back every time. Yeah, same one. Anyway. <laughs> and it's fitting you spoke about maturity and tell and tell, because that's what I was thinking about. Thanks. Okay. Yeah, what he said. Uh, <laughs> to throw side up my mouth. Now, I was thinking a lot about maturity and what it meant to be mature. I'm thinking it's not immaturity until you know better. It's not immature for a teenager to act like a teenager. It's annoying, but it's not <laughs> immature. It's immature. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. It's immature when a 40-year-old acts like a teenager. And I work at a theme park, and there's people. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I was changing a garbage bag this week, and we double-bagged them everything, and it was completely, there was no, no bag, nothing, and a kid walked in and threw away his drink in the empty can. And I looked up at his parents, and they just walked away. They didn't say anything. I wasn't mad at the kid. I was mad at the parents, because they didn't, you're not holding down your fort there. There's a, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know who you raised, you guys, to raise that thing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't, it's, the parents are usually worse behaved than kids are. But I was yeah, thinking a lot about that, and I was thinking about how I for so long thought that communication with the Father was an exclusive, roped-off deal. There was a bouncer in front of God, and he let the cool people in. Because I remember thinking just like, I can't, I can't, like, I can pray, but this guy can, like, text God, basically. I think, like, we, like your leadership, they do all the hard work, they did all the heavy lifting, and that, you know, that kind of deep communication relationship was exclusive to so few. And that, and when it happened, wasn't even up to them. The thing, like, you know, you pray in the spirit whenever He puts it on you. And I'm thinking, you should always be in that water. Yeah. Like, that's where you. Sh that's where that's that's why it's there. <laughs> like, it's not a closed-off deal. And that was, and it wasn't immature of me to go for. And there's a reason for protocol. There's a reason. There's a reason for covering and you know, these sorts of things. But that. that you know, because if, if there was no original sin, we'd operate like the cosmos, and we wouldn't need leadership. But we have to deal with what we, what we have. <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't mean we can't try. And it, yeah, we do fail. But it doesn't mean that you can't keep that open communication with the Father. It doesn't mean, like, I'm so sinful, I better not talk to God today. And that was a place I walked in for a long time, like, oh, no, I did the thing. I did the thing. Oh, goodness. I said, I said those words. And I'm thinking, now it's just, that's why God's there. And that was kind of my, uh, the biggest until when I was thinking of is, going from, I need to talk to this guy because I need God's help, into kind of inside of me. I have it, and it's not even really what I do, it's who I am. And I can do that much. And that's what I have for you. Thank you.
What's going on, people? Is anybody else excited about this word until? Like, is it doing, is it, I know it's doing the work in all of us, not just me, right? Um, it's such a huge thing, like, when you think about the gravity and the magnitude of that word until, just like, kind of like the word consider, until it's in every single thing. And um, when I was going through it and I was getting prepared, I'm like, all right. I got to get my junk right, you know, I got I got seven minutes, and I'm going to use all seven minutes. No, I was kidding. I'm not going to use all seven minutes. But I was going through, and I was thinking about just, it was funny that you touched on um, just how, you know, you go through those processes in the life of becoming, you know, your kid, and then, you know, I'm a son, but then sonship, and it's, it's all these different things that happen. But Yahweh told me, you know, he just showed me before I could even, until I could understand what happened before I was even wrapped up in flesh, you know, I would never be able to understand it until that I'm walking in now. And so I just want to take this moment to honor my mother-in-law, Priscilla, my mom, Tamara Phillips, my dad, Archie Phillips, Mama Kim, and Pop Steve. Because there are so many until that you guys have walked through and so much that you guys have plowed for a seed like this to come into a land like this it wasn't always as lush and beautiful you know as it is right now you know so thank you for letting all this come to the world you know what i'm saying <laughs> thank you okay but um really there's just really uh, um a few things that i i think about when i think about um that came to my spirit um thinking about this this word and it's doing such a work in me but it kind of made me go and reconcile just different moments and stuff in my life um and kind of before that happened um he kind of brought me reminded me of Ezekiel and um so I kind of started seeing my life kind of from that perspective you know and there was two different points there was a point in Ezekiel when the dry he's in the valley of the dry bones and there's different phases of those bones you know there's they go from being dry until what the sinew comes and it's on it. But then the sinews form and it's looking like you and me, but until what? The pneuma of God came to those, to those, those bodies. And so I just want to, you know, speak over you guys. There might be, it might be dry bones, it might be the sinew, it might be a body that's just laying there. It might be dreams or things that, that are in you, but Yahweh is gonna breathe whatever. Either he's going to put that sinew on there or it's going to be that pneuma. It's all going to have to happen, but it will happen. It will be an until for each one. And there was an until after that. Because what, you know, what do they do after that? You know, I don't know the story. Super well. I know I can't go into it too much. But, um, but I was just thinking about that. And I'm like, man, so and Yahweh kind of took me through a couple of things. And um, just there's just so much honor in, in, in the until because you see um, – like, if you just look around, just look around, literally, just look around. Look at all the faces. Look at all the until moments. I was going through until's and, and stuff, and each until had, it was tied to one of you. It was tied to a family member. It was tied to a Josh Parker, a, um, a Jordan, a Stephanie, a Matt Hoffman, a Pop Steve, a Mama Kim. It was tied to one of you guys. So I really saw us. We are the until. You know, and I know you guys see me, see me over here, we standing and stuff like that. And it, it really lines up with the word about the chairs. Um, because I remember when Pop Steve said he didn't know what we were going to do. But he knew he didn't want to do that. 
So, you know, my stance just until we know I'm not lining up with this. You know, I'm not going to let this be my what you call it, but let me, let me tell my stuff so I can be done. I think I got like three minutes left. But, um, yeah, so um, let me make sure my notes, I'm doing this right. I don't, need no, I don't need no notes. But so after I make the transition out of high school, um, I get my first, well, my first job was Arby's, but we ain't going to talk about that. My, like, I guess official, official job was working with Chris Myers. And um, at this point in my life, I was just reflecting, and I was looking at where I am now from that point, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I was a jerk, you know? Like, I was really, I was conceited. I was a selfish dude, you know? Like, and y'all might not understand that now, but that was because until came, you know? And he, in that moment, represented an until for me. You know, I didn't know what it meant to sow seed generously without lack before I saw him working. I would get in arguments with him at work because in my mind I would say, man, this doesn't make any sense. But he would always tell me, he said, you wait and see until, 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 you wait and see until. And I'm just telling you right now, if you don't know Chris Myers, that man is a king. He's going to, this is his land. Not because it was, he was just born into it, but because he stepped into it and subdued it. Until what? You know, that seed start popping up. And um, I see us in the place of this until is where the harvest and the multiplication is coming. And the, the fruit that's coming is not just coming with the harvest from that time, but it's also coming with a re reflection. So it's coming with a reflection. So if you can picture that seed coming up, you can picture that grain coming up. You can see the fruit on the back, but in the front, if you just picture a mirror and it's reflecting what's in you. So that thing is out of time, but at the same time, it's in time. It's reflecting us. And that's what until does. That's what it's been doing in me. And there, there are a lot of other different stories. Each of you, like Matt Hoffman, man, when I came to start working in the church, I had no, <laughs> I had no idea what I was getting into, but I knew, I knew it was, it was right, you know, and I knew there was going to be a lot of entails, and now I can say I'm way more organized than I've ever been. I'm getting there until I'm a little more organized, but, but again, he was an until moment for me, you know, to be able to do things and do them excellently every single time you know do things that may not even be people don't have to tell you to do you know it might sound small but if i walk past a piece of trash out there i will stop my car get out of my car and pick it up you know why because i saw that man do it and and so recognize the entails they might they, it might be a word it might be fluid worship it might be the person sitting next to you you know oftentimes it is you know those are different entails and Honor those, you know, that who, who have came before you and are making a way for that for your until to be someone else's until. Because I feel like that's what Yahweh wants from us. That's that was his um his purpose for creating us. Not that we had to. That's not sonship. Sonship is not out of a need. When Pop Steve brought me out in the church, he didn't need me. He made room for me. You know? And that's sonship. Until what? So and the last thing I want to share was um, I just want to honor Kaylee Parker because she did something with our team 
uh, about the I am scrolls. And it's so crazy because I was just going through like, and I'm not as organized as like some of y'all who write down every single thing that happens here. So I was like, having, like, like reconcile kind of in my heart, like what was going on. But I remember she made us do the I am scrolls. And so we had no idea that Popsy was going to come up here and read. Like, like we put some deep, little sketchy stuff in here. If y'all heard Tim Carney's, I'm just going to throw it in there right now. You heard Tim Carney's, you probably like, what did it just say? Everybody's like clapping. Like, okay, we're going to move on. But um, it's cool, though. It's cool. We're going to move on. But I was thinking about my I am scrolling. One thing that I'm going to do is we started it with I am yada, 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 yada. You know, I am a son. I am a, a leader. I am a, a youth minister. All these, a husband, a, uh, you know, a brother. All these different things. And at the end, we, we ended it with I am. But I want to go back on mine and put until. Because I am how you see me. Until. (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) I'm Kaylee Hoffman. Um, That was AJ Phillips, in case you didn't know, because he didn't say his name. Uh, This morning, we um, go into an office every Sunday morning, and we get to um, share what's in our heart, what's been in our heart for the week. Uh, Whoever has that brings their overflow. It's one of my favorite parts of the week that we do. (laughs) It's always amazing, and I love it, and I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, This morning, I just knew uh, this week I had been, um, as all of you, you know, you go online, go on any social media platform, and it's just everything is about the coronavirus. But um, I had been noticing even just in the local bodies around us, the local houses, local churches around us, um, most went to streaming today. I think it's really rare that we are meeting here together. And um, at first they were going to do it and then it came to this point and all of them just jumped ship and said, no, we're going to stream, just stream. And um, what they were writing on Facebook, and again, hear my heart, it's not wrong for them, but I just want to say what Holy Spirit told me through this, um, that they were saying, like, don't worry, though. We're going to stream, but don't worry. What we're going to do is we're going to set up, um, you, a pastor's going to come on every day, and they're going to have a video, and the video is going to give you encouraging words. Just tune in every morning, and um, don't worry. If you need to be prayed for, we're going to have these people, and don't worry. If you need this, we're going to be here, and nobody, you know, it's going to be okay, guys. But like the language of the post was very fearful. It was very like, um, I I hope you guys will just hang in there. See you later. (laughs) You know, like we'll be here. And it just, I don't know it, what stood out to me that that is what their house needed. But this house, like what I realized was I didn't need a Steve Parker to get, to do a video. He did because he's faithful. And we also have lots of other things that go on here that are not this. And it it was necessary. But I don't need someone to tell me my position or to say, like, it's okay. You don't have to be fearful. You don't have to. Don't worry. There's going to be an encouraging message for you every morning so you don't fall off the wagon. You know, (laughs) I just realized, like, because I know the Father's heart. And I didn't even have to speak to this thing. And you know, I, I 
carry an anointing of a prophet, and I, I know that about myself, and there are lots of times where I easily will just prophesy, and a lot of times I don't know what I'm saying. But even that mouth was shut this week because Yahweh, it was like I just knew in my heart and my spirit I was aligned with him. And he says, it's okay. <laughs> so I don't have to sit there and prophesy and speak to whatever. He's already done it. He's already done it. And guess what? When I'm aligned with him, I've already done it. And it's redundant for me to sit there and speak to something he's already spoken to. He's already, like Genevieve said, it, it's not unexpected to him. So it's not going to be unexpected to me. I will not be caught off guard. And that corona means crown. Guys, guys, you know in this house, this is bring us those hurricanes. <laughs> I mean... The crown, it is a worldwide event. Never have I ever, I was saying earlier, never have I ever been involved, obviously none of us. But he has come, it, he has come, here he is again. And what this man has done, he's positioned us as the head and not the tail. He's positioned us to know our authority. And if we know our authority in the earth, we know who we are. We don't have to rely on a building because we are the church. And if the church is what it needs, like I kept seeing that, it's time, church. This is our time, church. We have to rise up, church. Now it's, the church has been needed more than ever. You're right. And here we are. Because I am the church. I don't have to be in a, I love meeting with y'all. It's so great. And it's necessary. But in my every day, in my Monday through Saturday, and I don't see you, I know you're being the church in the earth. So that was my shirt. I love these until perspectives. And when I think about what it will produce in us, keep in mind, I don't know where everybody is all the time. No, we're not all in the same place all the time. But I thought about something. Yesterday I got a call from somebody that needed, wanted me, required, asked me to pray with them about something, someone. And I, they sent me a text, will you pray for, because they thought this person had the coronavirus. Still, I don't, anyway, they thought they, this person had the coronavirus. Can you pray for someone? And I texted back and I said, I'll pray one time. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I said. And they said, thank you. There was a day... I spent a lot of time praying about the same thing a lot of time. And because I spent so much time praying for that, I couldn't pray for something else. And I did that until I came to the revelation. He heard me the first time. And he never forgets what comes out of a good and honest heart. And when that revelation came to me, I shared that with you. Don't pray the first time until you can pray with faith. And then when you do that, then don't waste your breath praying the second time for the same thing. Pray in faith the first time, and then the next time pray in faith for something else, but not the same thing. And I think about where we've come, and it's not, I lead this house. But the revelation we walk in, 
doesn't all come from me. It comes from all of us walking together. And we put, because in every one of our, as Kaylee said so well, in every one of our churches, we come with revelation, Norris. Each of our churches brings revelation. We bring insight. We bring understanding. We're in different places. All of us. But what I know is this. No matter where we are, take the chair out. Let me say it this way. Ask yourself where you are right now. And now I'm going to ask you. How long are you willing to stay there? Only stay there until it has produced the maturity that that place can provide. And then move into the next until. I still lay hands on people from time to time when I need to if they want prayer. But I've said over and over again in the years, years, years. I've said over and over again, I want to come to the place where we don't have to lay hands on anybody because they're laying hands on themselves. There was a time and a season before the church became such a frequent meeting, before the assembly became such a There was a time when people could only depend on their own intercession. And then what... The assemblies, gathering like we assemble today, made a lot of people dependent upon the assembly. And the first time Kaylee had spoke this morning, and she said something about the first time that we did not meet in the month of July. We did that for seven years, I want to say, seven years. And the first time was in 2002 that we did not meet, the assembly did not meet for the entire month of July, and everybody met in their homes. Because it was a word to me then in 2002, 18 years ago. It was a word to me then, I will not be a substitute for the Holy Ghost in your life. I will not be a substitute for your exercising of your own faith. So you're going to have to use your own faith. You're going to have to trust your own Holy Spirit in the month of July if you're going to make it. And not only did we make it, we grew. And each one of those moments took us through an until doorway. And the next year, through an until doorway. And each time we grew. Why am I saying that? I'm telling you, generation to generation isn't today. Listen to me. And, and let me back up. How do I want to say that? Let me say this part first. Generation to generation is not about age. Generation is about season. In this generation, I still need you to lay hands on me. And I will. Or somebody else will. But don't sit down in that space. Grow in it until you come to the place where you see anointing in your own hands. Where you see authority in your own voice. Do you hear me today? You coming to strike hands with me, Joyce? You should. (laughs) Till you come to the place where you recognize I am taking the chair out of this generation. 
until I move into this generation. Until I move into this generation. And when you move into the next generation, if you see a chair in that place, take it out. Move away from it. He is doing something amazing in a people. There are people all around the world today that are walking in the revelation we're walking in that are further along than we are. We can learn from one another. We can grow from one another. I'm not going to apologize. In fact, when we prayed this morning, I said, Father, we are not ashamed because we are growing up. We are not ashamed to confess that we are sons. We are no longer sucking a bottle. We are not ashamed to stand up and act like, not act. We're not afraid to stand up and be without fear. We're not afraid to stand up and face the giant. We are not ashamed. We know who we are. Because from generation to generation, this generation until that generation, until this generation, until this generation. And wherever you are and whatever generation you are in right now, grow up in that place. Receive everything that's in that place. Even if in that place for you today, maybe there's a lot of law still. But until you learn how to navigate the law and grow out of that place... And grow into the spirit. Stay where you are. But when that until door presents itself. And it's going to require you to shake some things. And to let some things go. Go through the door without asking questions. Just go through. Because the questions, the answers to the questions are never in the doorway. They're in the room on the other side of the doorway. So go through the door. Do you hear me today? You are, I mean, I looked today, and honestly, I knew you were coming. I just didn't know how many were coming. My wife and I, even last night, come on, girl. My wife and I, even last night. Now, we knew because I'd gotten some emails, some folks, and I, and I want them to be home. If, they, if you feel like you need to be home, I want you to be home. Wherever you are, whatever you believe you need to do, I'm going to align my faith with yours. Don't be ashamed. Walk in it. Be responsible as we're going to be responsible. So where does that leave us? So during this week, I'm going to, like everyone else, I'm going to hear Holy Spirit. I hope everyone else, I'm going to hear Holy Spirit. And if it gets out of hand and I feel in my heart, if Holy Spirit says to me, okay, this is what we're going to do. Wisdom prevails right now. This is what wisdom today looks like. It's not the same wisdom we had yesterday. This is what wisdom today looks like. We're going to do it. We're going to do whatever we need to do to, one, make sure that we do not act like babies, but, two, at the same time, to make sure that we are making wise decisions. Amen? Amen? The kingdom of God isn't mysterious. It's practical. It's not magical. It's practical. It is so simple. Can you receive that today? Generation to generation, understand that there's an until between every one of them. 
Know where you are. Dwell in it. Grow through it into the next place. Let's go together. Let's go together. No matter where you find yourself, let's go together. Amen? Stand with me if you would, please. Father, I lift my voice over the people here today. I declare today by your word and spirit that you are doing great things among us. We celebrate today with Jordan and Nigel Clark. We celebrate with the Phillips family. We celebrate in this birth of this child. And thank you today that you are demonstrating and exercising and revealing again. You are revealing again and again through every child born that breathes a breath of air, that receives the pneuma of God, the holy breath of God enters into their lungs. You are saying to the whole earth, I still believe. I still believe that mankind is capable of going from generation to generation to generation. So Jordan, Nigel, we celebrate with you today. We celebrate new life. We celebrate we celebrate opportunity. We celebrate authority today. And Father, I bless this people. I bless them today. I speak to us today. Prophesy over our bodies that we are well. We are well, and we will stand as a demonstration that the enemy has no authority in us. He has no authority in us. He has no authority over us. But today, we walk in healing and we walk in health, and we glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Greet one another. Love you, bless you.